I have the high ground. Star Wars Sessions podcast. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, or put simply, hello there. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions. <laughs> My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and this is the regular show where anything from the galaxy far, far away is a subject. Whether that's covering recent news, looking ahead to upcoming releases, taking the listener questions or covering a specific topic, let's, we talk about Star Wars, that's all we do. Who is we? Who is we? Joining me as ever in a cockpit. Of the Essex Falcon is my Jedi Master co-host, co-pilot, Blyden Voss himself. Oh, hello there, Blyden Voss. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I laugh every time. I want to do like a cool intro every week, <laughs> but I never get to do it because I react to whatever crazy name you've come up with. I've got a couple more as well for the next few shows, so uh, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased with it. How, how on earth are you? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. I'm a, uh, I'm a bit better from my cold from the last time we recorded. And uh, since then, there's been a ton of Star Wars news and really speculation. I, I cannot wait. It feels like we are maxed out on anticipation for the Episode 9 panel at Star Wars Celebration, which is at the end of this week. It is mental and on a side note this is episode episode seven of a podcast is apparently what you the target you need to hit that's what established podcasters have told me if you can get past that you're on the road to glory this is episode eight so we're already there so thank you very much everyone for listening oh wow so this this if this is episode eight then then it's going to be a little controversial it is but also funny enough the next episode is episode nine which corresponds to all the episode nine news we're going to get which is a sad correlation i've just made Oh, wow, that is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. It's like poetry. But yeah, like Luke said, this is the final episode before Celebration. The hype is real. We've just been saying that it gets a bit more exciting being able to talk about Star Wars on a podcast. Now, even though we're not going to be there, we will be there absolutely in spirit and on live stream. But it makes us feel closer to it. So let's talk Star Wars. What is the word from the cantina? The latest news in the galaxy. I guess the first, the, the main piece of news we've had since the last podcast Something about a poster, I think. Uh, yeah, I've heard there was a poster that was leaked. Or something yeah, like that. Something like that, yeah. Whether, we're, whether we'll talk about it, let's talk about it. Firstly, uh, before we go into any details, do you buy it's legit? Because a lot of people haven't... I know a lot of other shows aren't talking about it or they're putting massive kind of uh, asterisks next to it saying right. it may not be true, but do you reckon it's so, legit in any way? I mean, it's got to be legit, right? I mean, the, the, the images that are on it, there is no way someone could have photoshopped that stuff, right? Yeah. Like the only way this is this is a fake poster is if someone got their hands on like the uh, like some sort of visual dictionary or something like that, some sort of I don't know costume design thing, and they've made it into some like crazy poster. If they have, I mean, the effort. The effort that would go into that would you would you not think that someone would like want credit for that? I mean, I'd sure, get paid for it. Right? If it was me. Right? Yeah. So 
I mean, it, it's got to be. I mean, I put something on our Instagram. Uh, when was it? Like a week ago, at least. A week ago now, yeah. Yeah, like so, I put something on our Instagram just just relaying the message that um, similar things happened uh, before the Last Jedi yes. and before Solo, and that generally these are those kind of like low resolution, low quality kind of like practice posters that probably will never see the uh, light of day anyway. To, and, and also, I really doubt this is going to be the cinematic poster or a poster we are even going to get a celebration. And one thing is for sure, Lucasfilm and Disney definitely didn't want this to leak. Yeah, it's funny how there's been no word from Lucasfilm or Disney. Not that they need to tell us anything, but sometimes you they, they'll come out and say, don't believe it, it's absolutely rubbish, it's got nothing to do with us. Uh, Mark Hamill came out on uh, Twitter, I think, and basically said it looks like really good work of just a fan basically a guy who made it himself and I, you know Mark Campbell's not going to sigh away but look just looking at the images how who's going to get a picture those pictures of the of Finn and Poe and Ray in their episode 9 get ups you've got a pretty hot decent look at the six members of the Knights of Ren which looks a yeah. bit like the Bohemian Rhapsody video you've got yeah. <laughs> um the new characters Naomi Aki and apparently Kerry Russell's character who's going to put c-3po with a bowcaster and ray staff on there who's going to think of that yeah no that would not me yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm not if gonna I, think of that i thought we had a scoop there i thought you were admitting but, to it i i do want to add that just while we're there the the bowcaster and and the um and this and this ray staff he does seem to be and i can't put more emphasis on this word he does seem to be holding those things yeah. not using them uh, I was joking around with my uh, one of my colleagues, Dan Sexton. Big shout out! He's shout a big Star Dan. Wars fan. His favorite Star Wars film, Rogue One, followed by Attack of the Clones. What a man! What a top Lovely. man! I know, man of man of alternative tastes. Oh, but man I was, of good taste, I, I'd say. <laughs> well, I was joking around with him. You know, there's like there's that scene in um, in Attack of the Clones where C three PO's head is on like oh, a normal yes. Trade Federation <laughs> joint. He's like, "Die, Jedi, die!" Yeah. We're just going to say, "Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah." But obviously, that's not going to happen. We're not going to be seeing C three PO, you know, like doing a Rambo and gunning down stormtroopers left, right, and center. That's not going to happen, is it? Imagine if three PO is the one who killed Kylo Ren. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't imagine it. <laughs> More like no. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, there's there's leaked stories about three PO being the MacGuffin and all that, which I won't go into because not everybody wants to know spoil, apparent spoiler leaks. But apparently, three PO is the key to all of this, if you would believe some um, Reddit reports. And of course, Reddit isn't always the most reliable of sources. Also, there's a apparently Kylo Ren talks to a massive slug and gets some information from her. So. Believe what you yeah, will about I heard, that. But... I heard that too. I heard that they... today, actually. But I also read, somebody had read, written, sorry, if somebody had told you in Return of the Jedi that our heroes would basically meet a a slimy slug gangster who keeps women on chains and uh, and all this blood kind of stuff, who, uh, you'd think, ooh, that sounds, <laughs> sounds awful. But jab That's it up. What also gets me is, where would people get these new characters from? Because there was other art released of... Um, our boy Billy D back as Lando, and again uh, Naomi Aki's character is apparently called Janna, and uh, yeah. Kerry Russell's bounty hunter allegedly called Zori. Where are you going to get those images from? Unless it's some kind of official leak. That's that's what makes me think there's something about this. Yeah, 
Yeah, spot on, spot on. It's 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 gonna be real, and it's not necessarily that it's been signed off and released. One reason we know that is because there's not a title on there. True, right? Yeah. So we we know it's not like a final edition. We we can we can say that with certainty. Um, obviously, there's lots of other things that we've been hearing over over months. For example, Kylo's helmet, right, yeah. with the red cracks in it, looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. So overall, what what was your thoughts when you first saw it? Like honestly, well, what did you think? My very first thought when I saw it, when I opened it up, was, oh, not in a not mm. in an awful way, but I thought mm. it looked a bit too polished to me mm-hmm. when I when starting mm-hmm. off. It looked a bit too too smooth. It's another one of those posters where they just throw everybody on, and it's just characters' faces everywhere. They did it with The Force mm-hmm. Awakens, The Last Jedi. I mean, Endgame does it. They've got 100 characters to put on anyway. But it seems to be the new thing. But upon sort of looking at it a bit more, I've warmed to it. But if this was if this was the poster I saw when I walked walk into the cinema for the next few months, it, it feel, it, it, there's something missing that make, that right. smacks to me of utter Star Wars now. It, yeah, I like I'd, it. I'd agree. But it doesn't I'd feel agree. genuine to me. Yeah. Yeah, I was super disappointed. Ray's lightsaber wasn't yellow. Yeah, because you you're an advocate for the yellow, aren't you? Personal, yeah, that's just a personal preference, right? But I mean, it makes a lot of sense that it's going to be blue again because she's obviously going to repair the Skywalker's uh, saber, yeah. And obviously, the the crystal in that, the Kyber crystal, is blues. You know, so it makes a lot of sense. It's just, yeah, it, it, I, I thought that was a missed opportunity, but you never know. They might they might change it. Going like within the next few months, you know, um, George decided to change the color of uh, Luke's lightsaber yeah. in Return of the Jedi, you know, from blue to green because of the uh, contrast of the sky on Tatooine. I think that it was, was my reason. Like yeah. Other than that, I think I kind of share your sentiments. It feels like to me, to me, it feels unfinished. Yeah. It feels like you know, there's not a huge amount of thought in it. The stormtroopers at the bottom look a bit ropey. Like you know, the red ones, the red, the ones, red, yeah. the red ones. They they look in what in, on one hand they look fantastic. On the other hand, they look like they're just CGI mocked up. Like oh, this the, these will do for now. Um, and one, once the filming's all done and post production's all done, I'll get the other ones like there to replace them. <laughs> yeah, you know, it feels like that sort of thing. And, and I get that a lot with this poster. Like oh, here's a picture of Ray because that's what I have at the moment. Whereas maybe after pro- post-production and stuff, there'll be a better image for me to use. I get that sort of feeling from it. And plus there's no um, original trilogy characters in it. It's a good, which, good point. I mean, again, it's not, not that that's a bad thing. You know, we should be moving on from the original trilogy. I, it sounds horrible to say, but, you know, this trilogy is the new people. You know, mm-hmm. It's Kylo. It's Rey. It's Poe. It's Finn. You know, um, what I did like, I'm going to be... I don't mean to sound nasty. Here we go. I love that. There's no rose. Oh, we, and I was really pleased with that. We've been through this before, and I know we're going to mention it later on in the show, that, that character, but I think I'm the only one who liked the character of Rose. Silence. There's silence. <laughs> and there's silence out there in the podcast world as well, but I am banging yeah. the drum. I don't think she should be a major character in the next film, but I'd hate for her to be given kind of the Jar Jar Revenge of the Sith treatment when she's just kind of looking sombre in the background of a funeral or something for one scene. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, she's been brought into the canon, you know, not not just in the background, but in the foreground, really. So, yeah, I'm sure she'll have a decent role in uh, Nine. I hope, 
yeah, I mean, I mean, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, all all in all, um, the the poster was simultaneously super exciting and, in some ways, dare I say, a little underwhelming because you know we weren't meant to see that. We weren't meant to see that poster at all. It wasn't meant for public eye. So really, our, part of me is kind of ignoring it exists and just counting down for that celebration poster. Yes. I mean. I mean, just people, look at The Last Jedi uh, leaked, quote-unquote, leaked poster before Star Wars Celebration, and look at the one that came out during Celebration, the iconic one, the red and white one with uh, Luke's face and Kylo's face in the background, and then just Rey, a tiny little Rey with her lightsaber holding up, and it's, it's, oh, it's just beautiful. It's minimal. It's It has an impact. It's just stunning. Stunning. That one framed in my house here. Oh, good man, good man. The uh, it was one of the one of the film posters I'm allowed to have. Thank you to my wonderful partner for allowing me to have that up. But um, so just before <laughs> we move on from that poster, four things I want to ask you about quickly. The two new characters, uh, Janna and Zori. Do you think they look? Mm. What, do, what do you think about their initial look? I think they look pretty cool. I think um, Janna looks super Star Warsy. I'm not sure about what's the other one. Zori, Zori, Zori. Yeah. Um, not 100% sold on her outfit or anything yet. Yeah, little Power Rangers, little Star Trek, and a little bit of Star Wars in there. Um, but again, we don't know the context of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, so we yeah. don't know like what environment the the outfit belongs to. Um, I mean, uh, rumor has it she's meant to be the um, bounty hunter, right? Yes. Uh, but let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, the uh, number two quickly was that weird alien that looks like a, a disjointed toe, the yellow alien. Yeah. What about that I guy? I mean... <laughs> What's he on there for? It just seemed... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's another reason why it's got to be real, right? Because why on earth is that alien there? <laughs> right? All, all I'm thinking is, you know I said earlier, like a designer maybe is putting all these images in places and stuff like that. I wonder if that image is there, right, to – how how should I say this? So that it, it will be there for the time being, right? It is an alien from 9, from episode 9. And actually, once post-production is done or something like that, it's actually going to be a different character, maybe a surprise character yeah. or something like that. Maybe it's meant to be land. I don't know. I don't know. Because other than that, I'm just coming up with this excuses because it looks a bit dark yeah i know why is it there number three second, yeah. second to last one those knights of ren do you like the look at them oh they look so good they look delicious they do, uh, i mean they? i i they just look incredible i i cannot wait to meet and see them and, and and hear more of the knights of ren Really can't wait. And I hope they've got more to do than just be slaughtered. And lastly, how on earth and why on earth is Kylo holding his lightsaber like that? Looks cool. Yep, that's, that'll do for me. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. And we know Kylo <laughs> likes to do things a bit different. But I mean, that's our, yeah. that's our thoughts on the poster. Can't really say an awful lot because it, it, we might be talking about something that some guy in a basement somewhere has made and this will be laughing at us now. That's what we think. But moving on. Ryan Johnson, everybody's favourite director, I think he's a great director, he's confirmed he's still going ahead with his trilogy uh, recently at an event whilst talking about his upcoming movie Knives Out, which looks, uh, that word again, delicious. Uh, Ryan Johnson revealed he's ready to go back to a galaxy far, far away once that film was released, so it's not really news because we already knew he was still doing it, but it's kind of just a nice confirmation that 
he is still going ahead of his trilogy. Yeah, I mean, so Ryan's trilogy, we don't know anything about it, do we? Nope. We, we, we have no clue. We have no clue when it's set. We have no clue what the characters are going to be or anything like that. So in, in, in one way, I think that um, that's going to be a really good thing. I think Ryan Johnson is obviously a very creative guy, very creative person. Um, so maybe to give him the time and space to create something fresh will, will, will be amazing. Um, the dude can obviously write. Um, I'm not so sure about his uh, humor and always the way the way um, he executes things, right? I, I, I'm not sure how he necessarily executes things. I think that in the Last Jedi there were some hit and misses, and obviously, you know, to say that you know there wasn't a backlash from the Last Jedi, you know, is is silly. It is daft because there has been a backlash. I don't agree with all of it. And I I truly believe the vast majority of the Star Wars fandom and casual cinema goer doesn't agree with it. Um, but I think he's going to take um, his mistakes from The Last Jedi, quote-unquote mistakes, and he's going to go for a, a really impactful and, and classic Star Wars film. That's what I see him doing. Other than that, I think it's great news. I think it's, it's news that Lucasfilm, Disney, Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy, they're standing their ground. They're not getting bullied by um, some vocal minority. And I, and, I, and I do think that's good. And that's not to say that no one's entitled to their opinion. Of course, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But for the time being, I, you know, The Last Jedi is not a good enough reason not, not to give him this job. So that that's my opinion on it. Other than that, I don't think there's an lot more we can say no i mean it's unfair to yeah but disney can probably think of about 1.3 billion reasons why they want to get brian johnson back on the train because he made them a lot of money <laughs> but yeah again same looking forward to it with a clean slate without any kind of canon restrictions or you can't do you can't have this character do that or say that because it impacts on what they did in the book five years ago blah blah when he can just do whatever he wants i'm looking forward to because ryan johnson is a filmmaker of pedigree um, and everything I've heard about Knives Out and the stellar cast he's got there. People, again, I've said before on the on the earlier show, people want to work with this guy. You know, it's not it's only only people who didn't like the Last Jedi for their own reasons seem to not want him on there. And again, you, if anyone can like what they want to like and dislike what they want to like dislike. But Ryan Johnson is a man of talent, and I can't wait to see what he does when he's essentially let off let off the uh, leash with the Star Wars trilogy. So I'm looking forward to that one. But uh, what's next? What else has happened? Right. So in other news, we've got Battlefront 2 news. Capital Supremacy Mode uh, was released. I saw over the weekend, Matt, you're online playing some Battlefront, right? Have you been stalking me online? Maybe. Oh, I've been doing the same <laughs> to know. you. Yeah, I, I sunk. It was one of those weekends where some of our plans got mixed up and stuff. And um, I ended up sinking a good few hours into Battlefront 2. And I tell you what, I had such a good time. So Capital Supremacy came out, the new game mode. Um, and it's super fun. I really, really like it. I really like <laughs> the size of the map. I love that I can snipe off people from like one side of the map to the other. I love that you end up going from Geonosis to um, one of the uh, Starship cruisers and stuff. And it's just super good fun. And with that, you obviously have Anakin, Obi-Wan, um, and you have the, sorry, the new soldiers. Uh, you've got the Ark clone trooper, um, which is super cool. It's acknowledging the Clone Wars animated series. And then even more, we have the like the tactical droids, or what, what are they called? I think they're just called tactical droids, because I can't remember. I can't remember what their designation is. 
um, but they look yeah. they look pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not like the biggest Clone Wars geek, but obviously I know when I've seen them from the Clone Wars. So I think that's super cool. And and there were so many people online on the weekend. It was just super good fun. I had great fun with it. If you've not played it, pick up your controller and give it a go. You'll have a, you'll have a blast. Yeah, I had a, I really, really enjoyed it. And what I like most is if you if your squadron or team loses, you just go back to the beginning. So if if you yeah. if you get to the Star Destroyer and you need to infiltrate that and take it down from within, if your uh, faction doesn't succeed, you go that you get arrested. You see you see him get arrested, and you go straight back down to the ground of Geonosis and you play again. So some games could feasibly last for hours. I had I played yeah. one this afternoon, and it was. Oh, I don't know how long I was on it for, but I was at least 45 minutes just desperately trying to, to win just to get off the game because uh, I didn't want to quit because I got so many points. But yeah, this is what yeah, we want exactly. from Battlefront 2. New game modes which keep people interested and like uh, Blyden, this is the first time in months I've really actually gone on to Battlefront and yeah, invested any kind of real time in it because I had a... Uh, other than seeing Pepper Pig at the cinema this weekend, I had a fairly quiet weekend so I also... Jumped on, jumped on board, and had a damn good time with it as well. So hopefully, we get some more. But I feel we're going to get a Battlefront three before we get any any more game modes. But the final bit of kind of news before celebration is we've got a new audio only canon story coming out on the thirtieth of April, and it's going to explore Count Dooku and Asajj Ventress's backstory. So again, more prequel Clone Wars uh, era content, and it's going to cover uh, Count Dooku becoming one of the lost twenty, uh, one of the lost Jedi's. Uh, when he left the Jedi Order. So a lot of people are very excited about it. I'm more excited for the fact that it's only going to be an audiobook. They've got a full cast coming on. So it's not just one bloke or one woman doing the voices. Each character in the book is going to have its own individual voice. It's going to be like an old radio drama. So I'm really looking forward to that. Are you a, Are you an audiobook fan? Do you know what? I'm not. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, and, but do, do you know what? This might, t- this might like really uh, draw me in. It sounds really interesting, and and the story sounds good. It's it's a good one to um to kind of release, I think, especially Dooku. Like we don't know much about that story, so yeah, I th- I th- it sounds really good. Yep, yeah, I'm all in it. We're not going to find out his first name because Pablo Hidalgo has pretty much said that we're never really going to find out what his first name is. So somebody online said his first name could be um, Sue as a Sudoku, but or or just Keith, <laughs> but um. Oh wow! Yeah, Keith Dooku. That's cut. That is. There's your main story points. There are other ones, but it becomes filler. Mark Campbell's going to be the new voice of Chucky, which is going to be great. But um, before we move on to the socials and the sessions questions, the session socials, I can hear a siren in the background, which can only mean one thing: for the last time ever, ever, it's time for another round of bad episode nine title series the internet has given us. Oh, AKA the yes, no game. So I've got a bunch you of... You didn't put these on the notes. I didn't. I was, this is a surprise what are you for like? Blyden himself. I've got a bunch oh, of classic. actual title theories from across the web, which I spent some time okay. at work. Did I say work? I mean at home, compiling. Um, so I'm going to ask Luke for his, quick, uh, for his reaction to each one because there's a fair few of them. So without any further, are you ready to play okay. the okay. yes, no game? I'm ready. I'm ready. Right, here we go. So Star Wars Episode Nine, The Only Hope. Um, nah. The Only Fight. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this isn't WWE. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the Edge. Ooh, uh, no, but I like, I kind of like it, but just about a no. Pain in his voice here. Realm of Shadows. 
Mm. Oh, again, it's okay. It's not episode nine worthy, though, is it? No, no. I don't think so. What about Fate of Destiny? Better, better. Just about, just about a yes. Destiny of just Darkness? About. Oh, no. <laughs> cheesy. Hope Way of too Light. Cheesy. Hope of Light. What does that mean? <laughs> no idea. What does that mean? Just words people no. just spat out. No. Wrath of the Dark Side or Wrath? Wrath of the Dark Side. Yep. No. <laughs> that. No, because the dark side in a moment are winning. So, yeah, so how, how much more wrath can they give us? No, no way, no way. Okay, uh, light and darkness. It's too, it's too comic booky. Mm-hmm. I like the concepts, but it's way too comic booky for me. Oh, I'm going to say no. How about this one? May the force be with you. You're kidding me! No. Someone seriously thought that was an episode nine no, title. You, you wait for the next four. Oh my word! Okay, no. First Next. one is the Return of the Menace, which sounds like a Mark Morrison song. The Return of the Menace. <laughs> Dennis the Menace. <sighs> no. <laughs> what morons are coming up with these names? <laughs> well, here we go. The Menace revealed. <laughs> oh my word! No. The Menace rises. <laughs> what are all the menaces? <laughs> what? Is and I've got the on? rise of the menace. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> who is who? Has someone like on a forum got like a like an obsession with menace, menace or something? They're like, ah, oh, full circle, <laughs> Phantom Menace to the rise of the menace. The menace oh fans. no, none of those. You got to be kidding me! No, no, no. <laughs> How about no the way. final hope? No, it's too similar to a new hope. Yep, darkness rises. Okay, I. It's okay. It's okay, but. It doesn't make sense for the last episode of the Skywalker saga, right? No. Surely. Right, we've got a, bun- a, f- a couple more now, and some of these really don't make any sense. So the first one is The Force Eternal. I mean, no. <laughs> the Lost Order? The Lost Order? Yes. It's too similar to The Last Jedi, hey? Like the lost or the last Jedi, the lost order. I don't know. It, uh, there's something about it, but it, it seems a little weak. These next three are something else. The first one, the Kyber of Light. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> it's got nothing to the do Kyber with it. of Light. It's kind of what? Let's find words that that have got to do with Star Wars and just blurt them oh. out. The Forgotten Secrets. What? If you guys, I wish you guys could see my reactions of like my hands and stuff. Like I'm just sitting there going, "What does that mean? This doesn't mean anything." <laughs> like Star Wars titles generally mean something. They they imply you know what could happen in the film. The and stuff of like Light. That. Does that not smack you with Episode it's, Nine? <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's a good thing that not everyone in their aunt directs a Star Wars <laughs> yeah. film, right? Oh, about Knights of the Light. I mean, but it doesn't make sense, does it? Because the Knights of Ren. Exactly. But it... Right, okay. No, uh, we've got next. Five this more. Is... A Brave Resistance. No. The Galaxy Rises. <sighs> Again, I like the concept. The idea is cool, but it, it, it's just black and white, isn't it? It's just the Galaxy Rises. Yeah, and they win. That's it. No. Yeah, I'm with next. you on all of these. It's great, because so far, none of these have been... Of being Bly approved. Ashes of the Empire. 
Ah, so that was the title for The Force Awakens, wasn't Something it? Something like that, yeah. The original. There was The Ancient Fear and yeah, Ashes of the Empire. You see, there were Ancient Fear, Ashes of the Empire. I like those. Okay, we've got those one. Those are cool. Those are cool. We've got one which Blilo would wear on a T-shirt. Well, I don't know if it makes much sense. It's a bit late like now, ashes, isn't it, for the Ashes? Ash, right? Spot on, spot on. So, But I like the name. I like the name, but it does make sense for nine. So it would be a good then, maybe. It'd be a good game after the Battle of Jakku or something. Right. Okay. Second right. to last one. Reign of Darkness. Reign R E I G N. Sure, like a uh, imperial reign, yes. like a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reign of Darkness. Not bad. Ooh. I wish changed. Maybe changed the darkness word. Reign of something. That might be really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. How about this last one then? Order of Ren. Oh, you're killing me. Order of Ren. You're you're killing me with these Ren things. Would you rather have the Ren of Destiny or Order of Ren? I mean, it's a hard one, isn't it? (laughs) Um, If I had to choose, it'd be Ren of destiny yes. if i had to choose we've got a mark that for the point, of destiny. at that point we have to really seriously consider doing a different type of podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a of destiny. it'll be, it'll be, sp- it'll be just so like cool. space balls again or some sort of Can, parody I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna throw you a curveball here oh how about right can i give you one yeah Okay, so I, I was thinking along the themes. I, I'm going to mention this later, I think, but the legacy of the Skywalkers. Oh, what do you think? The, I've heard so many people think that Skywalkers will be in the title. I'm not against Skywalkers being in the title somewhere. The legacy of the Skywalkers. But then, ooh, I mean, there, there are still, I guess, two Skywalkers left. Leia and Kylo, or Ben Solo. Yeah. Ooh. And you, and you don't need like you don't need Skywalkers to be in there to have a legacy of them, right? Like you know, we we live in a society, we live in Britain, right? And we very much live in the legacy of of the Victorians, so to speak, in you know our houses, in our architecture, you know our, yeah. our own culture, right? So it's it's not you know mm. too far fetched, is it? And plus, like Luke did start you know he he was the spark yeah that's true fire, right so yeah i, I, I don't know the I, legacy of the sky they could probably we we know they could probably do better but i you know what i heard that and i was like it's not bad it's not bad it's better I, than I, a lot of what we just mentioned yeah yeah so there, there we go i thought i'd just mention that no. nice nice little surprise it is so finally before we answer the questions that you guys have so kindly sent us what do you think it's going to be? What do you think the title's going to be in about three days' time from time of recording this? We are going to know, but out of everything you've seen, thought, heard, or wanted, what do you think it's going to be? Me? Yes. I'm, dude, I'm, it's a real hard one to call. I'm going to go with that legacy is in there somewhere. I'm going to go with what the, the original League of Balance of the Force, just because I think that covers all bases for Disney. Not necessarily what I'd want, but I think it's going to be a safe title. Yeah, that makes sense. Again, we're we're going to find out in the next show, on our next show, all we're going to be talking about is actual official stuff and it's so exciting. Don't, don't, don't. Blilo's getting excited. I can hear it in his voice. (laughs) I can't believe it. It's, well, 
But let's move on to sessions, sessions, socials, we'll call it, where we answer your questions, and respond to your messages, uh, dive into the polls that we leave online, and just have a bit more reason to talk about Star Wars. So uh, we've been putting out some polls on Instagram recently. So uh, Master of the Knights of Ren, Blylo, what do, what do we have first? Okay, so we put up a poll saying, would you have liked to have seen JJ, JJ Abrams, direct The Last Jedi? Um, we got 59% of you guys said mm. yes, 59% and 41% said no, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised about. I'm, I'm not surprised that it's like, it's not super one-sided, but I'm not supply, surprised that it's mostly a yes. Um, we had a uh, space cowboy say it wouldn't have been as bold in its themes and choices, like them or not. Interesting. Oh. Uh, I think I agree with that. Yeah, I I think I don't think Ryan Johnson pushed the envelope a little bit more than JJ would have done. But it's interesting to see that uh, we had a couple of other comments, which, just like The Last Jedi, nobody seems to put their finger on whether they like this film or not. So we had two more comments. Let's see if we can decipher so, whether anyone liked them or not, liked the film or not. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, KitKat495. Uh, KitKat said it probably would have been better. Straight up savagery. Hopefully uh, Ryan Johnson's not listening to this. Mike but drop. It, it, right. <laughs> it probably would have been better. <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe we, we don't know. And we're, we're to be frank, we're never going to know. Nope. Yeah. And then, right. So next we're on to a regular listener, um, Joe Castahu. Joe Castahu. <laughs> uh, Ryan's vision was just fine with me. I like that. That's a, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Because some, you know, we're not we're not going to have a different version, so you might just well, you know, take it for what it is exactly, and and move on and try and digest it. And, and you know, with the Last Jedi, I can totally appreciate that it's it's not necessarily the most easy of films to digest, right? No, I agree. Um, but I, I think it's a very worthy addition. I just like how we've got three, we've got one kind of in the middle, and so it wouldn't have been as quite as bold. Somebody basically came right. out and said, "Oh, Kit Kat, it wouldn't have been, it would have been better." And Joe Castor, <laughs> who just fine with me, so it's just. I mean, I mean, you've got to respect Kit Kat on that one. Yep. Kit Kat four nine five. Rock on, feisty. Yeah, <laughs> feisty. Yeah, you do have the high ground. <laughs> okay, so what, what's our next question, man? Uh, we had uh, the next question was: Would you be okay with one of the upcoming trilogies, so Benny Off and Weiss or Ryan Johnson, moving away from the Force and the narratively? Yes. 37%, no, 63%. And I think that sums it up. A lot of people's complaints about Star Wars is it needs to have... If the, if the Force isn't present, it doesn't feel like Star Wars to them. I loved Solo, and you love Solo, but a couple of people I've read who didn't like it said that it didn't feel Star Wars enough because there wasn't a Force, there wasn't lightsabers. I mean, Rogue One got enough in there with um, Chirrut, Inway, and Baze and the Guardians of the Wheels. But I like Solo because it felt like a different part of the galaxy. But hey, I I, I put no down because not because I don't want them to, but you need to force in there somewhere, surely. Yeah, I I put no too because it's it's one of the most lovely and amazing things about Star Wars, right? Is that there is this make believe force that we don't have on Earth, and it really just emphasizes that escapism. Yeah. Um, so listen, things like Rogue One, where it's not as force heavy, very, you know, awesome. That's great. 
Uh, but to have a whole trilogy without the Force, I mean, it doesn't make much sense. I don't know what you'd have there, really. So no, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to be with no, and I want to see the Force, especially in that Benioff and Weiss uh, trilogy. Exactly. I'd love to know what Kit Kat thought about that as well. So um, yeah. yeah, we're both on the <laughs> no. same side there. No for moving away from the Force. Let me have one more as well. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a juicy one. We asked our listeners, are you going to Star Wars Celebration Chicago? We had 6% say yes, 94% a no. Now, Carl Joseph, also known as in the uh, far reaches of the galaxy as Hot Carl 1989. Yeah. Yeah, he's going. So, Carl, listen, mate, we are super, super jealous. Take lots of pictures, do some videos record some stuff and um send us send it in do a recording and send it in to us and um we'll try and put it on the show or something because we we want to be as involved as possible even after celebration we're going to keep the uh, flame going as long as possible absolutely the fun of celebration isn't just the anticipation it's the it's the event and the aftermath as well so if you are listening to hot coal 1989 uh, yeah, do check, do do leave us a recording or send us some kind of from the floor live update of what the atmosphere was like when the big news dropped. So um, yeah, we pop we we post polls on Instagram pretty much whenever we fancy. Really, just here if just check, come go and check us out. We'll give all the social links later on. Have a vote, leave a comment if we put that option up and uh, get yourself on a show. We are now going to move on to the questions that you guys have sent in. We've got a fair few. We're going to carry on from the last show with Ben Brockbank. He sent us a load from Facebook. Uh, so thank you again, Ben. And I know you listened to the last show. So he, he the first question he asked were, what are some of our favourite th- fan theories? I had a, a couple which I'll quickly breeze through. Uh, one of them was th- that Starkiller base was actually Endor, kind of First Order's um, revenge on the Ewoks, or just Endor uh, for being the final kind of resting place of the Empire. Uh, one of the other ones was the asteroid belt when the Empire Strikes Back was actually a result of a Death Star test because floating rocks don't carry look at harbour life, surely, like a big worm. Snoke is Plagueis, and maybe Rey is the villain of this trilogy because what a twist that would be. Yeah, okay. Those are some really good theories, to be fair. I think for me... Um, you're going to have to YouTube or Google this one. It's quite long to explain. It's called the Force Ghost Theory. I kind of like parts of it. Um, And I like that basically I've put my own twist on it and I'm going to keep it really brief. But it's basically that Kylo Ren or Ben Solo was theoretically the only person that could kill Snoke, right? We've seen Snoke's Force powers and they are super OP, right? They are super powerful. (laughs) And... Basically, Kylo was the only one, the only one able to infiltrate him, get his trust, and kill him without without um, him without Snoke sensing it. Right? He was so confident that Kylo wouldn't betray him, um, and that basically Kylo, without him knowing, or Ben Solo, without him knowing, was kind of coerced by the um, Force ghosts, or the or the, the basically the past Jedi, mm. um, into doing this, into balancing the Force. And because there was so much bad, the ray came up from the other side. It's super complicated, but I kind of like it. Not sure if it's it will be able to be done so beautifully in nine, um, but it's a super interesting theory. So check that one out. And what was um, what was that called? 
it's called the force ghost theory i think unless i'm thinking of something i've just like read on a forum somewhere <laughs> and i'm just totally confusing it but yeah that's the one anyway i mean i've added my own little things to that anyway so well i'm going to check yeah. it out after the show i'll put a uh, we'll put a link out after the show as well once we release this to that because i'm quite interested in hearing that uh so cool it's a cool one it's a cool one so we 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 got another question from ben ben's got that wicked questions man yes. um what is one of your favorite star wars quotes Ooh. hello there <laughs> yeah hello there <laughs> and, uh, dude the prequels have so many good quotes for like memes and for jokes and stuff that i end up saying them in everyday life especially palpatine ones and stuff it's it's so funny honestly there, there are some more meaningful quotes in star wars <laughs> um but i really <laughs> not to undermine them but i really like the jokey prequel one the prequels are just like they're aging in such a brilliant <laughs> way where they're they're, <coughs> they're so like memeable and so fun memeable they're, they're really they're really good yeah memeable it's funny because yeah. the first quote i thought of as soon as i read this question from ben was tell that to kanja club was the first one i oh. thought of and now that you said that your the your most quotable one is hello there, I now feel that Star Wars is just basically made for just stupid lines, and I love it because you you got so many good ones. You know, may the force be with you. Anything Vader says, whatever Yoda says, yeah, great. We want Kanji Club and sassy Obi Wan Kenobi. That's all we're here for. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're here for. But not Rose. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting to Rose. Me, don't anyway, worry. For me, anyway. For me, anyway. For me anyway. I like Rose. Uh, ben also said, "Will Carlo be redeemed or die in Episode Nine? I thought this was quite tough because it's a super yeah, it's tough. The man run. murdered Han Solo. So I am. A, I'm selfish. I don't want redemption for that beast because of that. But without a redemption, then Han's words and death kind of will be hollow, and Leia would have lost her husband, her son, and her brother." All in one, plus everything else she'd suffered, i.e. her planet being blown up and her parents. So a redemption would be a fitting finale for her as well. I think mm. they're going to. In one way or another, I think they're going to redeem him. But how many loose ends will they leave? I don't know. But I think they go- I don't want them to. I think they will. But where are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, again, it's it's kind of linking to the to the theory that I just mentioned that Kylo was the only one, or Ben, really. According to this theory, it would be Ben Solo. Ben Solo was the only one capable of killing Snoke from the inside, right? So from that perspective, I think that all the horrible things that go along with that are kind of forgivable from the fact that he killed Snoke. But then if that's not true, then I really don't know. I really don't know. And I think that's going to be one of the super interesting things about episode nine. Um, we we might know more about it and we might get more of a flavor for it um, after the celebration. But even then, I, I genuinely think these trailers, they're going to throw some curveballs oh, man. for sure. I, I can't wait. So that was, yeah. So we don't know whether it's going to be a Dean or die. It's a tough one. Um, yeah, too tough. Too tough to answer. JJ Abrams does know, but uh, what do we have next from Ben? We have two more from Ben. Yeah, we got the best Phantom Menace moment for me. It, it has to be. It has to be the fight at the end. More Obi Wan Qui Gon. It's it's phenomenal. It really, really is phenomenal. Yeah, I loved the bit where Jar Jar stepped in Poodoo. That was Star Wars for me. That was everything I oh, wanted yeah. to see in Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Jar Jar's the key to all of this. Exactly. As George famously said. And that Poodoo moment just set up his legacy. Yeah. The pod race was awesome, yeah. but you're not, you're not going to beat that duel, are you? No. 
And finally, from Ben, the best Star Wars news you heard. For me, I mean, this is a, it's a super vague one. It is. Sorry, I butted in. Go no, on, go, go on, no, you, go. you can black button whenever you want, my good man. Uh, for me... <laughs> you're, you're too kind I to am me. sometimes. I was just going to say that it's either, either the prequel trilogy being announced in like 96 when I was like 10, or the sequel trilogy being announced in 20, uh, 2012 or whatever it was. That was to know we're going to get after Return of the Jedi, stories after a Jedi, then that was probably the best news I heard. I know it's probably pretty cliche and conventional, but that's my answer. Yeah. Yeah, for for me, that, that it's a quality answer, Matt. Um Thank you. And it's and it's truthful because uh, I mean my best my best news was um I was sitting in a curry house um in Basildon yes. where I live. Right on, sir. <laughs> and I, I was with some friends and I got a message through saying, dude, have you seen the latest Star Wars trailer? And I had no clue it was gonna drop. It was like November 2014, I think. Um, and I used my rubbish phone with my rubbish uh, 3G at the time yeah. to load it up and I, I, was, in mouth. I was yeah, yes. And um I was stunned. So yeah, that's definitely the best Star Wars news I've had. Yep. The next question I'm I'm gonna leave this one for you, my friend. Yeah, no, okay. So this one is from Twenty Seventh Baking on Instagram. But Twenty Seventh Baking, that's uh my wifey. <laughs> that is Princess Yaya, the Queen of Slyon, um Aralee <laughs> Bly, wifey, uh to Blylo Ren. She says, Do you ship Raylo or Rin? Now my wifey, she feels real passionate about this. Okay, so <laughs> Her favorite bit of Star Wars is the sequel trilogy. She adores the sequel trilogy, and she really, really, really is rooting for one of those. Guess which one, Matt? I th- oh, um, uh, any mini mono Rin. And so Rin is just to clarify. Rin is not Rosen Finn. Ah. It's 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 Ryan Finn. Your wife's a big fan of Rosen, unless I'm mistaken. Oh no, <laughs> Luke told me this, and I was devastated. I was like, I now am the only one on this planet who likes Rose. <laughs> Honestly, she can't stand her. She <laughs> she gets like annoyed whenever I've got the Last Jedi on, and like Rose is out, especially when Rose kisses Finn. You know, <laughs> yeah. like are oh, we we by by saving the ones we love, and she just like leaps at him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, and I really, I really can't stand that. So, okay. Personally, it's 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 Rin, it's Ray and Finn, right? Because in the Last Jedi, to me, it seems so evident. The Force Awakens sets them up as a cute couple, right? You know, Finn has those like, which I think are genuinely funny lines, where he's like, "You got a boyfriend, cute boyfriend." Mm-hmm. You know, he cares so much about this 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 lady, this this strong female. Um, but they they get along super well. Yeah. They they click. And, you know, when he wakes up from his coma, Finn says, you know, you must uh, – Poe says, like, oh, you must have, like, a thousand questions or loads of questions, something like that. Finn says, where's Ray? Yeah. You know? At the end of The Last Jedi, oh, Finn runs out and hugs Ray. you know? It's totally Rin or Faye, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, I know the internet is screaming for Raylo. Uh, I – I oh, – I don't – how do I say this about the – the force of a thousand Raylo fans falling upon my head, but I can't see it happening, and I'm not sure I do because oh, I it would be too, oh, too Disney for me. You know the 
the lead protagonist and the lead antagonist coming together romantically. Let them just slash at each other and just hack body parts off. I'd rather see that. What about I'll throw one at you? What about what about uh Row or Pei? Row and Row? <laughs> Poe and Ray. Hey, they exchanged looks at the I end mean, of the last Jedi. I mean, yeah, maybe. And he's handsome. Well, yeah, may, yeah, he is well handsome. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. They're all a pretty attractive cast, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the, true. The, I don't know. No, it doesn't make much sense, really, because they've they've only just met each other. It's got it's been it's been a it's got to be Rin, surely. They set it up to be that. They set it up to be that, and that's what it's going to be. Ray is a new type of Jedi where romance and emotion and feelings are allowed. Yes, right. And and Finn, a ex stormtrooper who has a good heart, he's part of that story. That's my answer. And I know Arley, if 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 she can hear me talking about this, she'd be like, "Yeah, you've heard yourself point right with that now. one, sir." <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Our boy Ager and Daisy Ridley's chemistry is off the charts, anyway. And just in, funnily enough, interestingly, Boy Ager posted a video on his socials there of himself. And on a plane, and Daisy Ridley was on the same plane in the same seat. I'm guessing probably on their way to Chicago. And somebody said, "Oh, you guys going to get together? You know, in the film?" And Boyega's response was, "She's not my type, bruh." So uh, maybe a bit of trolling there from Boyega. <laughs> so, uh, who may, yeah, maybe that's, that's it. real life though. That's 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 he's talking about real life. I love John, I love Boyega. I love John Boyega. That guy has got personality for he, days, and, and he's also going to be. He's the new David Attenborough, by the way. He's he's going to be voicing a nature show on BBC One, which I'm really looking forward to now. Are you kidding me? Absolutely, I can't remember what it's called now. It's, it's some sort of a it's it's a natural world type show on BBC One over here in the United Kingdom. Uh, international viewers probably be able to stream it. Uh, Somehow, <laughs> but yeah, John uh, Baker's doing the voiceover. There's nothing that guy can't do. No, there is nothing that guy Daisy can't Ridley, do. Be still, my beating heart. I do like Daisy Ridley. I think she's a wonderful actress and a wonderful uh, character as Ray. Funny enough, that, that kind of leads on to our next question. Thank you very much, Mrs. Bly, for your question. There, uh, please do send some more in. Add some cakes. The next question came from again a <laughs> uh, long-time listener, Kelly Hoston, who I know that's how you pronounce your name now. Thank you. This came from Instagram, and she asked. Who is our favourite female character from any canon source? Where do you start? Because there's so many. Ray Sloan is pretty cool. As the Imperial leader, she worked her way up the ranks from the New Dawn to pretty much being the de facto leader of the Empire once Palpatine died. I think um, Snoke killed her. <laughs> but I love Ray. Love Ray. Padme started so well in The Phantom Menace. Queen Shadow does her character the world of good. Princess Leia. She's like the Princess Leia is a gold standard. Then you got Hera, mm. Hera, Sabine, Ahsoka, Asajj, Maz, Phasma, Jin, Shmi, Kira. Oh gosh, any of them? Any of those are my favourite. I'm going to put me on the spot. My favourite character, all of them. I mentioned Ray Slow, possibly Jin Erso. Might just. I think I'm going to go for Leia still. I'm going to be that guy, but I think for everything she's done, including out of movie canon as well. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid all-round list. Um, for myself, I'm going to say Ray. I really like Ray. I do feel like we need a bit more. We need her character beefing out a little mm-hmm. bit. You know why she? You know, I get that she's an optimist. She's a believer, um, and the force is strong with her. And the force, I think, chose her. Yep. Right. I I really like Ray. I super, super, super like Ray. I love her her attitude. I love that she's an optimist. I love that she looks on the bright side of things. But 
again, you know, it's hard to beat Princess Leia. I love loved Leia. Padme's okay. You know, I, I think I have a soft spot for Padme just because, like, I, I grew up with the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with those three. Jin Erso, again, she has a, good, a few good lines, but I found she was a bit wooden. She rebels. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mm, yeah not 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 the best um mon mothma she was so, all about peace in the galaxy yeah yeah cool they're they're, they're, they're all cool but right raise my favorite for sure and I, I actually i really liked um sorry i really liked sabine in rebels too. oh yeah she was cool i liked sabine she was cool and ahsoka we have to i mentioned her but oh, she's got a, ahsoka, there's a massive yeah. fan base out there for ahsoka and ashley Eckstein. so um how can we yeah, forget ahsoka's ahsoka? brilliant ahsoka's really cool yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Just a shout out for Instagram for uh, a user, Genevieve Remy, who had the same thoughts that you did regarding Ray that we kind of need to have a fleshed out just a bit more. Give her some, give, give her a few more downs to, downers to develop her character. Give her something to really fight back from in episode nine. And I think they're going to. For sure. So next we've got a question. And again, it's from Instagram. It's from Joe Film Joe 12. Or, oh, right, I see what you've done. So it's Joe, but his name's Film Joe 12. He's a I don't know. Joe, Joe Film Joe 12 is good too. <laughs> Joe has asked, okay, you're going to have to help me help me out with this one, oh, Matt. Could the Acolytes of the Beyond be the Knights of Ren? And will we see the significance of Jakku in 9? Super interesting question. What's the Acolytes of the Beyond? It's, I'm surprised it's not one of the titles for episode nine somebody's thrown out. Uh, they were basically, they were, they were established in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath trilogy, and they were this kind of weird, strange cult that collected dark side artifacts like masks and weapons, and they allegedly had Darth Vader's lightsaber, which they bought on the galactic black market, uh, and they wanted to return it to him in death. They were led by a guy called Yoop Tashu, who I don't know if you remember, I can't remember his Empire, his empire Return of the Jedi, but Palpatine had those advisors who wore like big red, sorry, purple robes of weird purple hats. And yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of I them. Know, I know the guys. Yeah, he was one of them. And basically, the the yeah. acolytes were a bunch of people who just staged revolution on Corellia. And before Jakku, they launched these strikes across the galaxy. And they brought right. the weapons they had were clubs, machine shot blades, chop axes, and all that kind of stuff. And looking at the picture of the Knights of Ren, they have a similar uh, aesthetic. Yeah, so basically, they were just similar. a bunch of you know, dark side worshippers, basically, who just went right. around causing trouble after the Empire had been brought down. Right, okay. Okay. So they they could yeah, be, I mean, but I think it's been established that they're not because Luke took a handful of students from his temple. Sorry, Kylo took a handful of Luke's students, and unless they were planted there, I can't see it being them. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Spawn. I think it's super interesting, and I do feel that we're going to have you know, something to do with the beyond. We're going to have something to do with, you know, further than the outer rim, you know, the unknown regions in, in episode nine. That's kind of what I've been wishing for. That's the significance of Jakku, because in the books, there was an observatory. Palpatine had an observatory on Jakku buried beneath the sand, which mapped out the the unknown regions for, I think, yeah. Thrawn helped him do it. So Jakku basically was the last stop before the unknown regions. That's what Canon says. Yeah, spot on. So I, I, th- I think it's definitely possible. And the fact that the cast of nine are filming in like Jordan, stuff like that, you know, it's probably Jakku again. They're probably going back to where it, where it all started. Going back to Jakku. Sequel trilogy. Yeah. To, yeah. Although Finn might not like that. <laughs> They're going back to Jakku. <laughs> It'll be too busy um, with Rin. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah, so I, I think that answers that. I mean, that, we don't have a loads of it. I, I guess we'll know a bit more maybe after celebration. Yeah. What just on that? What what Chuck Wendis aftermath trilogy, trilogy did well was set up these hints and nods to things that could be but won't be, like the acolytes of the beyond. When I first read them, I thought, "Hello, Knights of Ren, there." But now it isn't. Mm. There's a, they, they also brought up the idea of this weird um, something calling Palpatine from the unknown regions, and everyone was losing their mind thinking it was Snoke. There was also somebody called Gallius Rax, who was basically the Emperor's right hand, secret right hand man type thing. People thought yeah. he was Snoke. So Wendig did a really good job of throwing bones out, which went, went, went nowhere. So I think the Acolytes were one of them. So uh, next question from Instagram was from Downright Nerdy Podcast. Hello, guys. It said, uh, do you think Maul will be back either on the big screen or on Disney Plus in some fashion? Ray Park is in incredible shape. He certainly is. And has been working hard every day. Can't be a coincidence, can it? Thanks, guys. We are huge fans of the show. Keep it up. Well, firstly, thank you for those kind words, downright nerdy podcast. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I hope Ray Park slash Maul would be back, but it would probably be in a Disney Plus series. I'd love for Disney and Lucasfilm to notice that a lot of fans actually did quite like Solo. They loved it and would like to see that story carry on, probably via a series of episodes on that streamer service. But to be honest, other than that, I can't imagine anywhere where Maul or Ray himself would pop up as his arc has pretty much been served in Clone Wars, Rebels, comics, and the films. So, uh, unless it's yeah. on a Disney Plus series, I can't see a live-action Maul coming back. I could see him. Uh, I have a feeling, you know, we're not going to get an Obi-Wan film. I think we're going to get, like, an Obi-Wan series. Like and it's going to be, like, six episodes. It's not going to be long. And you know what? I could see them redoing the scene from from Rebels. Because a lot of people haven't seen that. A lot of people on the Disney Plus service won't know about um, th- that battle, that fight scene. And I could maybe see them doing that. Uh, but then again, I'm not sure if the timings work out because I, I'm pretty sure when Obi-Wan actually kills Maul um, in Rebels, spoiler, well, I've spoiled it already, so I'll take <laughs> <Yeah>. that back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he then burnt his body for more spoilers. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good question. It's a really good question. Part of me feels like it's just unrealistic. The other part of me feels like, you know, let's see how the Disney Streaming Plus service goes. Let's see how The Mandalorian goes and stuff like the Cassian Andor series goes. Um, I'm still not a fan of the whole concept of a Cassian Andor series, um, but, you know, maybe a series based on Maul and Kira and, you know, that dark uh, underworld sort of um, part of Star Wars, you know, that'd be proper cool. Other than that, I don't think we have much to work with, sadly. Yeah, I agree. And I'd love to see Ray Park back because that man is a beast and he just his passion for Star Wars is ridiculous. Um, so I really like Ray Park. If you're listening, Ray, come on the show. We'd love to interview. Uh, I would like to see more, but unless, unless it's a Disney Plus streaming show. I can't see it happening. So we've got three more questions. So we'll roll off with this one. What have we got next, Blilo? Yeah. So, so the next ones are in from Twitter. It's from the Nerd Herder cast. Thank you for, for uh, messaging us, guys. Um, they've asked, what news are you most excited for to come from Star Wars Celebration Chicago? Um, for me, it's, it's going to be the big three, right? Nine. Episode nine. The Mandalorian and the Star Wars game I've been waiting yeah. for a single player, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's going to be big. They're, they're my big three. 
my notes to say trailer, title, Mandalorian news, and a sneak peek of Jedi Fallen Order. So we are on the same wavelength, my brother. Mm. So mm. that's what I want to see. I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be like so much. But also, I'm, I'm just going to add to that the live stream, the atmosphere, the news, the and I can't wait. I, I really feel this is going to be a bit emotive, but I really cannot wait to feel like the Star Wars fandom is back together yes. and going in the in, in the in the same direction together. We've been divided and we've been arguing, and there's too much pessimism online. There's way too much. You guys need to give it a break. So I can't wait for the majority to come out of the woodwork again and be like, yeah, can't wait for it's this. Called it's called Celebration. Celebrate, everyone. Yeah. And one of the things I loved about the last Celebration was things like the Star Wars show where they would interview, kind of, they'd have Hayden Christensen come out, they'd have all these other people, and you got like 10 minutes of them just having a good chat with the stars. And I love all that kind of stuff where it's not just the main panels. What I am a show, I'm sorry we're going to miss out on is, you know, speed dating. Who's speed dating who? Who does well? Who doesn't? If anyone out there is speed dating a Star Wars <laughs> celebration, we want to hear your stories, and I'm going to shout that uh, out. Yeah, yeah. Send it. Send us in a message. We'd like to see how that goes. Yeah, if it doesn't go well, then <laughs> I apologise in advance. But um, so yeah, uh, Jake, Jake on Twitter said, asked, sorry, what was our favourite story moment outside of the movies? Uh, mine was the moment in Bloodline, novel by Claudia Gray, where the galaxy found out that Luke and Leia's daddy was Vader. Um, there was a message left from Bail Organa for Leia, which is hidden away. Um, a Carice Sindian who was a political rival of Leia she found it uh, and her, herself and Ransom Castafo which is a marvellous name they basically unleashed the news for political gain it was really interesting how they did it on that I'd also like Canon to dive more into Luke discovering who his mother was because I think that's been overlooked massively but for me it was the moment where the galaxy found out who Luke and Leia's dad was because before then they were heroes yeah that's a really good one that's a really good one for me I really like the Maul and Obi. I know it's probably because it's fresh in my mind. It's awesome because we've just discussed it. But the Maul and Obi Wan fight, I I was really, I was surprised how simple it was, but it was so effective. I really liked the Maul and Obi Wan fight in Rebels. I really liked this. Going to sound super random, but I really liked the Kanan comic in Rebels too. It was good. Yeah, and also I'm going to do a little one for for the younger me. I really, really enjoyed the Clone Wars, the uh, 2003 animated Clone Wars series. Um, and there's this episode when like there are these ARC troopers doing this like super cool like SAS kind of mission around this like city planet sort of thing. Uh, it sounds really daft, but I re I, that that was just so cool to me as a as, as a young as a young lad you know it'd be a shame not to mention it so um Shout out. i think yeah. that the tartakovsky clone wars or whoever the guy who did it was yeah that's that yeah that's the one and it's the same dude who did uh like samurai jack or the same animation <laughs> team that did uh, samurai jack yeah good shout that was yeah the obi-wan more one maybe one it's wicked i was going to mention that as well but because it was awesome i love how the build-up to that fight was longer than the fight itself but i love the aftermath for that fight but if anyone hasn't seen it yes we've ruined it for you <laughs> awfully but go and watch it it's youtube it. it's brilliant yeah um and finally via email which we'll give the email out later on James Garvin, he's sent in an email to us. Thanks, James. He, he's asking us, is there a chance JJ will retcon anything Ryan did in The Last Jedi? I, listen, I don't want to... You, you could talk about this for hours. And I, I don't think I particularly want to, just because we're, we're so close to celebration. 
And we're, you know, we're so close to this like hype train beginning. We don't know enough about nine to say that just yet. I feel like uh, there's one particular instance that that I want to to um, look into. Um, again, I don't want to spend too long on it, really. But it's it's the fact that let's think, let's compare Luke Skywalker in Empire to Rey in The Last Jedi. Right? Luke goes into Dagobah into the swamp. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not real life. It's it's like a vision. It's like a force back sort of thing where vader comes out of the swamp yes. and luke strikes him down and his his uh, vader's mask explodes and it's and it's luke right he's seeing a reflection of what luke can be of what he can become which is why it's so important for luke to stay good when ray dives down into um the the cave and she's in that really cool scene where she's clicking and there's the mirrors um you know and she says show me my parents right was that you know was that definitive was that for definite you know what everyone has to remember is we didn't even know leia was a skywalker until return of the jedi right so you know we forget that everyone forgets that we know everyone forgets that so I, i you know retconning is a strong word it's more like interpretation will jj interpret what ryan has said differently I think that's more of a fair question to ask. So, yeah, I, I would take what Ryan said with a, with a grain of salt. Though basically, he can't say much. Plus, he doesn't know much. So, yeah, that that's my opinion on it. On it. Yeah, I. Ryan came out recently and said, you know, this is JJ's. You know, Ryan is as affable and as nice as ever. He said, this is JJ's film. I'm going to sit back and watch it like all the other fans. And JJ, if JJ wants to change anything, man. That's up to JJ. I've got no problem whatsoever, which also kind of makes me think more so a story in the first place. But if JJ wants to, JJ's going to. We, we've had a lot of people on Instagram saying yes, no, maybe. Again, Genevieve Remy, we've had a Danish podcast has sent us a message. Blance Stana Rock Creek. That's the best one I'm going to say. If you're listening, apologies for <laughs> butchering your entire language there. And we've also had Lolo and Big J. Kelly Hoston again, Zero One, Star Wars, everything. They will come out with different answers as to whether or not JJ is actually going to retcon whether Ray is a nobody. Uh, either If she is a nobody, I like it because it opens up the story now. Anyone can have the Force. It, she's not now tied to a lineage where her yeah. story can't be expanded on. But if she was Ray, pa- Ray Palpatine, Ray-, Ray Kenobi, I'd still jump out of my seat. It's interesting because on Twitter I posted the same question. And ninety nine point one hundred percent of all the responses were based were people saying again this is entirely their uh, prerogative saying I don't care I'm not even going to watch this film after what Disney and Lucasfilm have done to Star Wars I'm out so they can do what they want I just thought it was interesting that the dichotomy the the, the swing in Twitter negativity and Instagram kind of positivity so um interesting mm. I don't there is there a chance yes of course there's a chance will he. I don't think he is going to. So that's what I, I think on that. Is there anything you wanted to say on that? No, no, not not too after celebration. No, I agree. I mean, uh, we've also received a voice message from Star Wars Twitter Lord Anthony, a.k.a. at a rural farm boy, which we're going to play now uh, as he talks about meeting us and how we kind of interacted on, on the internet, myself and Luke, and his plans for celebration. Master Hudson and Commander Bly. How do, fellas? Matt and Luke. This here's Anthony, rural farm boy in that Twitterverse. How's you and former Cantinian, Cantinians doing? 
It's good to rather hear you rather than... Well, we didn't really cross paths too many times till you went and looked me up in that Newsnet Cantina. Because you seen I kept going on about listening to podcasts and many other folks in that place really didn't. Which is what got me in that Twitterverse because all these other fellas and folks and friends, the guys and the ladies that does shows, that's why I'm there. Because I got them in my ears all the time. And now Yin's been doing one for... Oh, what's it go on? Maybe a couple years. Yes. So now here we sit and I'm recording this on Sunday evening, my time. Going to be getting ready to go do a live call in with uh, Bad Motivators, nine o'clock my time, which is probably going to be, you still be in bed. But yes, we sit tomorrow morning. It's going to be three days until Celebration Chicago, and though none of us ain't going, maybe we'll cross some paths in that Twitterverse. I've already been stirring up some things in there with a couple other folks that's listeners that's getting to be pretty good friends. Look them up, because actually we might be able to do some direct message chats. Who Who is she? Maria, full-time, full-time mom Maria. Yes, look her up. She keeps talking about wanting to go in that Blue Harvest Discord yeah, we can get some folks together and be watching stuff and chatting back and forth while we're watching the folks that's there cheering us on. Any news is really about what's what's going on for folks that's going to celebration. I'm just happy for all the folks that can go. I'm not worried about me not being able to go. I'll be there definitely in spirit. I watched the others on their live streams from Anaheim to Celebration London in 16. And then two years ago in Orlando, yeah, I watched each of them on the live stream. Though I was sitting here in rural western Pennsylvania, I felt like I was there because everything them folks did just made us feel like we were really there. So, until your next show that maybe drops before celebration and will be in my playlist, and I'll be looking forward to that, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. Um, thank you so much for that message, Anthony. Uh, and feel free to keep sending them in. It's quite nice to get a voicemail, isn't it? So good. We want more. We want more. If any of you are listening and you want to follow suit, just record a question or just send your Star Wars thoughts. Send them to sws at whatiwatchedtonight.co.uk. It's sws at whatiwatchedtonight.co.uk. That email address will be in the description of the podcast, wherever you're getting it. That's it. To close the show off, we finish with our canon character spotlight where Blyden and myself, we choose one random number which corresponds to a random character from all aspects of canon. So it could be Palpatine or a background character from those Adventures in Wild Space books that came out a while ago. So, Luke, who have you been graced with this time? Okay, I have been graced with none other than Laz Lazaz. I mean, what a name, right? Of course. Laz Lazaz. I'm going to see if that's taken on PlayStation Network later. (laughs) Um, A human male vapor tech quality inspector and the boss of Kedpin Showclop, a skilled yet gullible vapor tech salesman. A lazy and very cruel man, his uncle was the main inspector of the company. He was favoured by the highest management, and they annually hacked their main computer to ensure Laz was crowned employee of the year, walking away with a two-week all-expenses-paid stay in Canto Bight. In 34 ABY, 
Kedpin finally found the cheating and hacked the computer system too. So he won the competition and two week and the two week vacation. Notable appearances, Canto Byte novel. And I'm super surprised he wasn't killed by Vader. <laughs> of course Vader didn't exist then. I'm assuming this is sequel trilogy era. This is um, just before the, the Last Red. Jedi, yeah. Uh, yeah, what a coincidence. It's it's Canto Byron, it's just before The Last Jedi. Yeah, Laz Lazaz, you sly dog. Well done for that two weeks stay in Canto Bite. I read that Canto Bite book. I think that one was from the Rules of the Game short story. I read that book, it was it was okay, a bit odd, but it was quite good. It's just a collection of short yeah. stories, but now I know more I mean, about Laz Lazaz. I mean, it's so it's so human, isn't it? It's so Earth. Employee of the year. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Employee of the year. at it's so corporately earth it's just it's not it's not good is it have you ever been employee of the week month or year i actually have i'm one of them saddos believe it or not in my department anyway but yeah yeah Uh, i'm I'm surprised i've not been uh, the worst employee because i don't shut up (laughs) if anyone from luke's work (laughs) is listening please feel free to back that up if you will yeah Um, yeah i'm sure they can Uh, and and a lot of the time it's about star wars anyway so that's why we do a pod for it there we go matt your move Um, uh, mine is my canon character is griff halloran griff uh, a human, a human male pilot who served with the Ace Squadron during the era of the New Republic. Halloran's past, prior to his fl- flying defence for the Colossus refueling station, was shrouded in mystery. Although he wore a customised version of the Tie Fighter pilot uniform, even going so far as to sport an Imperial crest tattoo on both of his arms, it was unknown whether Halloran actually was a veteran of the Imperial Navy or if he simply evoked the memory of the former Galactic Empire to appear more intimidating. Like his teammates, Halloran was an accomplished pilot who owned a starfighter suited to his attributes. The Black Ace was an extensively modified TIE slash in space superiority starfighter. That's a mouthful. Halloran designed the modifications himself in order to turn his racer into a unique and fearsome machine that emphasised raw power. Notable appearances, Star Wars, Resistance. Either, you know, after he was part of the Empire, he's just the kind of guy who likes getting the tat- a tattoo of it. But yeah, Griff and Laz Lazaz are your canon characters of the of the show. So if anybody wants to hear more Classic. about them, go 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 and watch Resistance or read. Canto I mean, Boy. it's I mean, it's crazy. No, no, uh, no Vader kills this week. Well, Griff Halloran could have been. Apparently, he was part of the Empire, so he may have been privy to a few slaughters. Yeah, maybe. Vader's in there somewhere. I promise you in our next show, I will, well, we'll try and get the force to convene that we get a Vader bloodbath somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we know Luke likes awesome. ending on a bloodbath. So that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. Thank you to my hero of a co-host, Luke. It's been superb and we both know what's happening soon. And it's the only subject of the next show. We're going to be celebrating celebration. But until then, where can the world find you excitedly on the internet? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram mostly. Um, my name is Leaf Out Luke, and uh, Leaf like a like a leaf on a tree, um, with a full stop, or if you're an American, a period in between each word, or better. So just catch me on the Star Wars Sessions Instagram. I'm normally on there every day. Ping us a question, DM us, send us a voice note, whatever. We want to hear from you. Tell your friend, tell your mum, tell your aunt, tell your cat. We want to know everything you want to talk about about star wars it's going to be great and celebration 
Well, you can find me, What I Watch Tonight, the code UK. All the socials are What I Watch Tonight. You can find the show, as Luke said, the show. This is what it's all about. Come on. At Star Wars Session um, at Twitter. We are no S on the end of that. And on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions with an S. Just to confuse you. Also, anchor.fm slash star-war-sessions. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Podbean, anywhere in the galaxy you can get your pods. We're on there. So come and follow the show online and chat with us about anything and everything Star Wars. Including, the, of course, of course, rough and irritating sand. We have polls. We have questions. We just have open inboxes. Send us your questions. Send us your voicemails. SWS at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. Uh, you'll get it on the show. We'll answer your question or we'll just give you a shout out. If you like what you hear, tell your Star Wars buddies. There's a couple of galactic geezers who just shoot the galactic breeze who would love to hear your thoughts. So if you really love us, leave us a five star review on iTunes. It really does help the show out inordinately. Share it with your buddies, your grandmas, your cats, your aunties, your uncles, your wives. Um, uh, tell, them, tell them to come and listen. This is the podcast you're looking for. But until next time from me, it's see ya and from Luke. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. See you around again. Tell that to Country Club. <laughs>